0: Welcome along and welcome to another edition of the Irish Rally Podcast with me, Kevin Regan. Uh, This podcast, of course, is brought to you in association with FACT, the Simply Automatic Choice for automation equipment for gates, doors, barriers and rising bollards. Available from your security installer and electrician and distributed to the trade in Ireland, North and South by National Automation. The one-stop distributor for automation equipment, door entry intercom systems, CCTV, intruder and fire alarms, access control and locks. And for more information, you can check out nal.ie forward slash products. Right, so on this edition of the Irish Rally Podcast, we welcome along a man who is very well known in Irish motorsport circles. He's known as a competitor, as a clerk at a course on the Limerick Forestry Rally, and he's won many awards down through the years. It is Mr. Anthony Nestor. Anthony, welcome along here to the Irish Rally Podcast. Good to have you on.
1: Hi, Kevin. Thank you very much for inviting me.
0: Great to have you. I hope everything is well with you
1: yeah we're living
0: the dream yeah living the dream well some of us are still chasing it so it's good to know one of us are li- are living it anyway oh we're not
1: too bad the sun is shining we'll, we'll always be very optimistic when the sun shines around
0: here so that's it well look that's that's all that's all we can do um we were giving you a little intro there and we were just mentioning you know you've you've kind of done it all when it comes to to motorsport you've been a competitor you've won many a championship you have been clerk of the course of course with the the Limerick Forestry Rally, and um, you're on the Rally's Commission with Motorsport Ireland up to last year, I think, as well. So um, there's not a whole lot you haven't seen over the last 30 or 40 years.
1: I think, to be fair, you've been very, very kind to me when you say I was a clock of the course. I I think um, there's one of our colleagues down in Killarney, Anthony O'Connor, and uh, I I won't say on air, um, it it was um, just a private, probably, joke between us, but I I didn't make it. I think... um, Uh, A virgin COC that I'm still trying to break the duct like because I think I got one stage before the snow caught us in 2019. 2019, that's right. yeah. Yeah. No stage in 2020. And what we did this year just for the pig iron, I suppose, um, I, I drove up to the start of the, which was the first stage last year and the year before, just to see what it was like on the 1st of March this year. And it was 14 degrees in the place called the Hillwalkers, and the sun shining. And I took a little video snippet there. I was sending out two years in a row for snow, but the one year I didn't run it. So I'm afraid you can't call me a COC. I tried. I'm making a fine bad job of it. Um, yeah, snow just seems to follow me around the place. I um, After the forest year last year, I'm sure you saw many of the experts on social media mind you my, my poor mother and she's in her 80s took a great joy uh because she always wanted me to be a priest when i was growing up so when she saw my head on the child of prague she was fierce impressed um for kind of stick it up on social media um, but, uh, yeah so you have to laugh at these things i felt sorry to be fair i felt sorry for the competitors like and what worried me on the day was you know we could have taken a chance last year and ran the cars out to the first stage and but the trouble is, once a rally car leaves Parc Ferme, the insurance premium cuts in and the money is gone and their entries are gone and the entry fees are gone. So we were very, I was very conscious of that that morning. I says, we're not, we're, you know, I was getting a lot of advice from, let's just say persons and saying, you know, get it going and get them out there and let's get going and just see what happens. But I said, there's no seeing. We're either going to run all the event or none of it because mm-hmm. I don't want to drive people out and going on road sections all over the road. And, you know, I, I'm just conscious of the fact that, you know, once you go through the staff control, that is at the point where your insurance premium cuts in and your entry fee disappears immediately. So, you know, I know people spend a lot of money turning up and they spend a lot of money travelling and there was guys with cars hired at you know, I know the cost of those and yeah it's embarrassing i suppose is one word um but it was still the right decision why the hell snow follows me around is beyond me and to be fair one of our colleagues here in limerick Kieran numbers he um he um was up in the stages during the night at about four o'clock and um he rang me on the phone and i thought you know what the hell i was sleeping on the couch at the house because we had people staying at the house and all the beds were gone and um I was lying on the couch and the phone rang. He says, You're not going to believe it. He says, I'm stuck in the snow. I says, You're joking. I actually thought he was joking because we were on the stage the previous day and the sun was shining. And he rang me at o'clock. He says, We're in trouble. So, yeah, it is what it is, isn't it, sports?
0: Certainly an interesting start to your first event as a as COC. I, I, I still think uh, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt and we can we can say you were a COC who uh, had to make a very important decision. And I'm sure there was kind of debate about that at the time. And um, in, in actual fact, I remember clearly there was debate. No doubt in your mind, obviously, it was the right thing to do. Um, but there's also a lot of debate over the last couple of weeks, Anthony, And it is, of course, in regard to, I suppose, a letter which, you know, circulated in the past few weeks from Motorsport Ireland. And it kind of outlined, you know, the format and plan for things going forward and how they they see things running and possible entry fees and whatnot. So that has led to a lot of debate over the last couple of weeks. And a lot of competitors, I think, feel, you know, it's a little bit unfair that they won't be able to find the money to compete. Um, Where do you see it? Where do you lie on the whole thing?
1: Oh right. Um I can see it from both sides. If you look at the current situation, I can see what most what I were trying to do. They were trying to give a guideline. I thought anyway, they were trying to give a guideline as to what clubs should adopt and how they should go about their business. Because I, I one thing I was very surprised when I got involved in the, the preparing of Limerick Forestry Rally, I asked uh, the directors that told us, you know, has anyone got a budget template So we can use a budget template to see, you know, what's this going to cost and how do we get it to pay for itself? And I was surprised actually to find out that um, there wasn't. And one of uh, uh, the guys, he was a director, I think, at that particular time, a couple of years ago, um, uh, a friend of mine just living over the road. and. Um, He said he had one and and we got it and we went through it and we went and did all our figures. Now, as it turned out, I used that exact same template after the forestry rally when I listed down all the different costs um, of our event at the time. I um brought it last year, last June or July to the Rallies Commission because what I was trying to do is I, I was concerned about the gravel rallies in Ireland, that there was so little clubs putting their hand up to run them. And even after COVID, if you remember back to last year um, when uh, Motorsport Ireland were asking clubs to put their hand up and say, look, would you like to run an event? And if so, you know, government restrictions permitting, of course, you know, what type of event would you like, uh, like to run? And, you know, you had the likes of Wexford and, and Carrigan Shore and Killarney and, and, and other bits and pieces, but there was tarmac, tarmac, tarmac rallies, which are difficult to run. You have PR issues, your residents. And nobody put up their hand for a forest event, which would be, you know, in a semi-gated fashion because all the forests are locked, um, no residents, no PR problems. So would from a COVID perspective, would it be much easier to run? And I was worried as to you know why would the club not put their hand up to run a forestry? You now I can understand a lot of areas don't have forests, that's fine. But when you looked at the, the budget spreadsheet that I had, what we did here in Limerick, we did actual costs. So Every time that I went to the forest to do a job, uh, we had agreed that it was 20 euro. If I took my truck up there to do any work, it was 50 euro. And there was an actual set cost for everything. Now, that doesn't say I got the money. I'm just saying these were costs, actual costs allocated. And everything that was done had to be paid for. But um, when they, when, Mortis, when I brought it to the Rallies Commission, I was trying to get them to see, you know, is there any way we can reduce the cost of these gravel rallies? to allow clubs maybe to put their hand up because there wasn't such a financial risk of losing money. Um, Limerick, Forest Rally. I don't know whether I'm allowed to say it or not. Uh, probably not, I don't think it's fair to say, but the loss for whether the event, when the event last year didn't run because of the snow, whether the event ran or it didn't run, didn't make any difference. The loss was colossal because of the cost of running it and the lack of interest so you needed the interest you needed um a lot of people say look you need 70 cars to make make it even eighty cars you don't what you need is you need a quantity of cars a quantity of sponsorship and a quantity of return for your program they are your three sources of income so once you have them so you need x amount of cars with x amount of sponsorship with x amount of um program sales or a mishmash of whatever um to run a rally um so I brought it forward to, to, to the rallies commission time to see, you know, is there anywhere we can cut costs or make it a little bit cheaper? And to be fair, we, you know, we didn't get very far with it at the time. But as it turns out, all those budget template forms, I don't know. Have you seen them? They, they sent out these, um, these without the clubs that look like that. All these template forms, they're actually my templates that I was using. That's what went out to all the clubs by most, of them, which is fine. I have no issue with that. Um, so I'm very familiar with the layouts and the costs and so on and so forth in it. Um, so, yeah. The, the, whereas there's a lot of little errors and little bits and pieces a little out and here and there in the in the budgets and the, and the, that they're not a million miles out. To be fair, I think the biggest issue uh, on those budgets actually. I don't know. Did everybody see them or look over? And this is relating to your question as to you know the entry fees and, and what people are giving out about. All the costs on it are, to be fair, if some of them, if anything, they're a little low. Um, um, I'll just give you one example. I we, I had a cost there of, um, I, can't, I haven't got it in front of you now. I had a cost there for to move uh, said bales, uh, moving bales out in stages, putting in protection bales and chicanes and all that kind of stuff. And basically, no matter what you do, I think we paid something like 200 euro for a tractor with a grab day and we used to have two of them there at a the time and i think that these guys when they were putting their budget in they allowed for i don't know about two or three hundred euro one second i'll just get it won't take a second to find it mm-hmm. uh, agri contract here to see it down in the last column so they put in a thousand euro for putting in taking out or purchasing a bale's um i spent two and a half grand on that and i couldn't get it any cheaper um um so you know there were whereas the figures on it aren't maybe a hundred percent, the overall thing is pretty much on the money and since that you know it shows clubs making quite a lot of profit, which I think a lot of people are giving out over these budget spreadsheets show the club making seven and a half grand. But if you look at it in reality, they won't make anything out of it. Um but the biggest thing that would have affected the interview if you look down through it, now there's I think there's new provisions in because of COVID. I think the portadores that we would have commonly seen at the start of the stage, they were just portadores, and you get them for I don't know 500 euro for the day was kind of the go of it. But now I think those portadores now, and, and I haven't read the, the paperwork of this; it's not disseminated widely yet. But I think all those portadores that we see at now have to have running hot water, certainly running water in them, um, and, and for it to be able to wash your hands. So little things like that. But the main big ticket items that were on those budgets, compared to the actual one that I used with the actual figures in it, was the seven and a half thousand euro increase of cost, which was divided up between the tracking, which I noticed was on it, which I I, I don't know. My understanding was actually that that was voted out by clubs, but I I can I'm open to correction on that. And the other expenses, the three thousand euro for the covert expenses which you know I, again i haven't looked at it could be right yeah so that seems to be leading to the. that seems to be one of the major causes of the of the entry fee um being what it is um yeah it's um it's not not it's not it's never nice reading when when things are that little bit dear.
0: well there's two things to point out we will run down through those fees but just to put it out there that we have made contact with Motorsport Ireland, and we did look to have someone on the Irish Rally podcast. We did have a, a provisional yes, but it wasn't a confirmation just to point that out. But in the end, they have respectfully declined to see this evening's interview they did receive or we did receive I should say a short statement from motorsport Ireland which I'll just read out here now so it says motorsport Ireland will in the coming weeks hopefully be given a restart date from sport Ireland and when we are given a return date we will begin entering into 2021 calendar negotiations with our affiliated clubs in light of this fact it was important that the rallies Commission published the information in relation to the cost of running rallies at this time so that clubs considering running rallies in 2021 know where things stand the agreed rally format circulated to clubs last week are in line with our return to sport protocols which have been submitted to Sport Ireland for approval. With reference to the online entry portal, any confusion around this matter was clarified in a subsequent letter to the clubs from the Rallies Commission this week. And sport Ireland remains fully committed to getting domestic <clears throat> motorsport back up and running in a safe manner, in line with public health guidelines and to provide safe enjoyable events for all of our license holders across all disciplines that's the statement that we've received from motorsport ireland in response to our request to have them here on the irish Rally podcast anthony
1: hmm. i like there was one piece of a sentence i enjoyed in the middle of that i was, one was one it was good that they clarified that once you paid your entry fee that it didn't go to motorsport ireland um, because to be fair be it unfortunate and it was maybe unfortunate the way they worded the letter out to the clubs. it left you under no illusion that that's what it was implying um it was the second last paragraph i think in the first stage um it actually it's here uh, uh, all entries and payments will be on this platform and they've referred to the platform earlier as being currently developed by the office so you couldn't but think the money went anywhere else but it was a good thing that they came out and clarified it really, which is you know, because there was a lot that seemed to be you now, as I said, I'm not different anywhere, as I'm just watching it on social media. Um, there seems to be a lot of uh, uh reaction uh from that. Uh, the only thing I did notice by the letter actually, you read out, which which I thought was very interesting, uh, it said agreed rally formats, mm. that the rally formats were agreed, which are. I don't know. Again, it is only my opinion. I find it hard to believe that they could be agreed when they never spoke to any of the clubs that I'm aware of. No, maybe they did, but yeah. as far as I'm aware, I don't think this was just a decision taken by the governing body or elements within us, and they decided. Um, the question I would love to ask—it's a pity that um, I'm disappointed actually—they're not here this evening. Because one of the questions I would have put to them was, why would you issue budgets? Like all clubs, as a rule, are limited companies. They have their own board of directors. They've been running rallies for many is a long year. So why would you be telling them how to do it now and insisting on particular fees? I, I'm just curious because certainly, now again, this is only my opinion. I, as far as I'm aware, I'd be very surprised if any club looked to the governing go body to set an entry for fee for them. I'm open to correction on that. Um, I don't particularly see the need of budgets. Now, well, that's not true. I do see the need of them. What I would have done, but look, I, I, I have no authority or say that the budgets, as I said, where there's, there's errors and sure there's errors and everything, I wouldn't mind that so much, there would have been a fantastic guideline. If you think about it, when I said two years ago, when I spoke to our guys in Limerick and nobody had a budget, so this would be to take the entries in, to spend the money out. and you know, make sure to spend little and you should make a few pounds then. Because a hit and miss and sure, you know, see how we get on. That's fine. And it worked for years. And thankfully, it never went wrong for them. But with the budgets that MI or the government by motors, but Ireland really issued, what would I have done? I would have probably given to the clubs as a guideline and said, hi guys, here is something for you. You know, if, if all the other clubs don't have budgets either, they might have learned a thing or two and said, God, yeah, is that what that actually costs? Or you know, it don't they do make good reading and it's interesting when you actually see, and it would be good to, to disseminate that information within a club in or with a club membership and competitors that they will realize, Wow, these things are expensive to cost, their own like you know, any forestry rally. And I, I can only comment on that because that was the budget I did. You, you need 60,000 mm-hmm. euro. Your only source of income is a competitor. And and you know, if they can't if, if during program or if COVID they're not allowed print programs and all this kind of stuff, which I can fully understand, and you've added extra as expenses, it's inevitably going to lead on to the entry. Would I have insisted on the clubs enforce? to see it's like everything in life. It's how you sell us it, or it's how you communicate the information and, and, and you know i put my I, I put my neck out here a small bit motorsport Ireland, historically when it comes to communication it, it lacks just a tad now to be fair um small little things like you know if something as simple as that letter that went out to the clubs the amount of uproar it has caused and they're on then you know writing letters to clubs defending it and all that and you know, I was reading a book actually and I, I, to be fair, I'm not a great reader, uh, but I was reading It wasn't even a book, I, I just have an article out of a safety thing or something. And I, I I read a good saying in it, which when I said it to a colleague of mine actually which which everybody probably knows, James O'Brien down in in, uh, in, in Cantor, he said, Yeah, that was an old saying, was I only coming into the real world now? And what the saying was is when you're explaining, you're losing. I'd never actually heard it before, but I thought it was very fitting for, you know, what's all going on. When you're explaining, you're losing. Mm. So, you know, if, if
0: you know... It, it, but, like, just uh, just to put one thing out there, I have, as I said, you know, looked for someone from Oursford Ireland to come on, and this is just my opinion. It's the only opinion I will I will give on it because I have to be impartial. I'm here to ask the questions. But I was of the opinion when looking for the guys to come on from Oursford Ireland that it might look better on their behalf if someone did come out and tried to clarify it publicly and i'm not quite sure has that clarification been given now they've given the statement and that's fair enough they decided to do that i just would have loved to have had someone on the show here as well to maybe articulate that you know from their point of view but look that's the way it is um it would have possibly cleared things up a little bit but that's that's we we extended the olive branch and i can't i can't really do any more on that front Um, there's just a couple of points to to pick up on as well like and I know you know let's let's run down through the the cost from 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 that letter that they did send out so like with with the tarmac stage rallies just say for example 160 permitted starters a national 2x3 format minimum 70 kilometers to maximum 90 kilometers main field including historic entry fee 800 junior 650 the the tarmac stage rallies then with the 160 permitted international format the 3x3 uh, minimum 90 kilometers to maximum 120 again main field including historic entry fee a thousand and junior 800 now they have said please know on this format should the host club wish to be part of the FAA championship dispensation may be required from the FAA. and then to go back i suppose to the formats for the, the stage rallies with, with, from the forestry point of view 100 permitted starters three by two format minimum 45 kilometers to maximum 60 kilometers main field including historic uh, entry fee 900 and the, the j1700 and with the follow being two by two with minimum uh, 45 kilometers to maximum 60 kilometers main field including historic 850 and the j1700 now i know you've kind of said and uh, correct me if i'm wrong that you don't have a huge problem with the fees but can you understand maybe from the point of view of some people that think that's extortionate
1: uh, yeah. So, I suppose yeah. When you say I have no problem with the fees, I I would have no problem with the fees in general once I can see where they're coming from. I I do believe that there's slight. You see, what's causing? You have to look back at what's causing the fees to go up. And the, the, you know, the, as I said, the big ticket items to cause it to go up are the tracking, which, as I said, I I thought was voted out, but look, as I said, I'm open to correction. someone come back? I I, I have this vision that the clubs were up in arms over that not that long ago and, and they voted it out for you know that's you know another day's work. Uh, can I see why they're annoyed? Absolutely. Because what has happened here is, you know, if you look at the budget spreadsheets, they have they've made they've worked it and I, again I'll use the gravel one for, for, for the moment. They've worked it on eighty cars, uh seventy mainfield. I think the entropy is just a tad wrong. It it's not out a huge amount to get it to make break even, and I know that from looking at it. Um, but what bothered me was that they had cut the stage mileage back as well. Now, I actually don't know why. I, I, I that's why it was one of my questions I was going to ask whatever representative came on this evening. Is what the idea the cutting the stage mileage back? Now we've heard a couple of ideas. Um, one which didn't make sense to me at all. Um, was that to allow rescue services and paramedics and so on and so forth to go home early, which that just didn't tie up as a logical enough reason to since that if you have them there from seven in the morning, whether you let them home at two o'clock or four o'clock in the afternoon makes no difference because their day is destroyed anyway. Um, to, do, to run the extra loop of stages wasn't going to make any difference to their day. Their day was gone. So that was one. So that didn't make sense. And the other reason, um, I'm trying to remember what was the other reasons it was given, um, I can't remember now, but there was another reason given as to why, um, why, oh yes. But the mileage just cut back because I, I, I was told, now again, you see, I'm not on the commission anymore and I, and I haven't been speaking to people on it. Um, the, the, and this is just literally for all, and, and there's lots, because a lot of people still think I'm on the commission. So I'm getting phone calls, lots of phone calls. And one of the ideas that was mooted that, that, the reason for um, the stage mileage being cut, Right, the interviews are increasing, I can, I can see why they did that. But then to come along the other hand, as well as increasing it, to reduce the mileage, so you're now getting bad value. And the reason that was given was that um, it was safer to run shorter events to get us introduced which made absolutely no sense to me, really. I was, I, and then I was wondering, maybe was it a, worrying about a lack of marshals? And this is where I suppose the governing body suffers a little bit. They don't explain, they don't communicate their message in a manner that is understandable. And people just get up in arms and, and then they have to go defending the thing. I, I, I'd i be curious to know where the mileage is cut. Um, it just mm-hmm. made no sense. Uh, and of course, I, my personal belief is that clubs should set their own interviews. Um, I yeah I I suppose it's, as I said, the fact that they're not with us this evening, you know, we're just going to just hope, I guess, that there's a, a press release, which I'm sure there will. Um, there's um, there's enough of guys there, I'm sure that somebody will come and and, and educate us, but. Uh, I, I just keep I keep thinking of the phrase that this that phrase I mentioned earlier when you're explaining, you're losing, um, mm. but there is a lot of uproar. I can appreciate that. Uh, when someone sees an interview for 900 euro for six stages, it's just.
0: It's probably outreach for a lot of people. Oh, let's oh, be honest. I,
1: I, I appreciate that and, 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 I, and I don't understand why I, I can't see. Apart from the COVID. And apart from the tracker, which is seven and a half thousand, it's very simple. Like if you get seven and a half thousand and you divide it, say by 70 cars, which is what? 115 or 16 euro. And mm. that's,
0: And again, sorry, that's just cool. to clarify, the trackers are included in the entry fee price. And well, it, well, as, yeah. as you said, it was a, it was a topic of debate. Um, but just to outline that as well.
1: Yeah, the trackers are in the, the, the budgets uh, sheets that were given out to all the clubs. Uh, I, I don't know where they came from or how they came in or what. I don't know. I don't know. But they are one if people are wondering what is um is the big cause of the increase in the working out of their mathematics, that those are the big ticket items and they are, as I said, the tracking and, and the COVID alone is accounting for probably 115 or 16 euro of an increase. And that's the bulk of the increase, say on some of the farms. Um, the worry I would have like that, you know, if if you get into this thing where you're setting entry fees, uh, is there any comeback from it? I know that uh, if you look at some of the comments on social media, and to be fair, I think so, they're pretty accurate in the sense that I've certainly been at functions, prize givens, not that i got too many of them, um, where uh, representatives of the governing body would have stood up and said, you know, keep your sport safe, know keep down the claims and please god we'll be able to bring down the fees. now my understanding is that the and i don't know this for a fact again as i said it's a pity we don't have somebody here this evening my understanding is that compared to five or six years ago the 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 insurance premium is substantially lower now than it was say five or six years ago now that is just my understanding and if that is seen to be correct well you would think if it has come down substantially, that the entry fees would have come down. And I know a lot of people will say, you know, it's both sides. There's a lot of people complaining over um, the entry fee at the end of the day. uh, One of my friends up the country put this very, very well recently to me. The entry fee is the cheapest part of your day in a lot of cases. And the cost of it doesn't bother a lot of people. I think the biggest issue with the entry fee and don't get me wrong. I think it is high. Like um, the the biggest issue with the interview, if you want to go out and you want to buy for argument's sake a water rally car and paint, spend whatever. I won't even discuss the price of them. Or if you want to go out and spend the car for five grand, that is your choice, and you can do that. Mm-hmm. If you want to go on the latest Michelin tires or Pirellis, I bet I'll give them all a mention, or whatever or hosiers, uh, 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 you can do that. Or if you want to go and buy a set of second-hand ones, a 50-pound piece, when old Morphy and Lyle McGuire has taken, scalps off them for a couple of loops of stages and, and get 2nd secondhand, which all these guys do, that is also an option. That is your choice. If you want to stay in the rally headquarters as £200 a night, or you want to sleep in the back of your car, like I did at the very start, uh, a fellow over the road here, Aidan Welsh, uh, another rally man, uh, when we were all starting out back in the 80s. That is your choice, but you have no choice in the entry form. That is a dictated set price. And I think a lot, of, a lot of the reaction comes from because you have no control. You, you have control of every other aspect of your day, but you have no control over your entry fee. And people mm-hmm. just get scared that it gets, of, it gets out of control and out of kilter. Um but yeah, it's that's, um... that's
0: the way that's the way it is, is. you. Now like we can't really confirm the authenticity of what I'm about to say here, Anthony, but um a screenshot has circulated, which I'll read out and it, it basically quotes and says clubs oh. vote to allow clubmen rallyers to be cheating it starts with a B and ends with an S uh <laughs> for another two years. Um again we can't really confirm the authenticity of this, but um you've seen the screenshot i don't know what your thoughts are on it or whether it's true whether it's false um but it's to do with the, with the trackers as well and it kind of insinuates as as you can see and as i've said that because clubmen didn't want trackers then they were cheats basically uh again i'm not going to put it out there because i, I don't know for definite who it's from but uh if it's true it doesn't look good
1: no it's um I'm trying to think of a suitable word for it. Disgusting is the first word that comes to mind. Is it true? Is it not? Again, I suppose to be fair, it was one of the questions I had here to ask, whatever representative may have come on this evening. Can they confirm or deny that this actually came from within a member of their own senior council, which seems to be what's alleged out there? Um, should there's no way that you can justify it. It's absolutely disgusting. And, you know, they, again, like you Obviously it was sent to a, a recipient. And you know, if you're emailing that, and I do know from being on the from being on the Rallies Commission that all the members will have seen it. It's it's, it's when the, the 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 system, I know certainly when we were on the commission last year, that you know, when you were if I wrote an email to Kevin Regan, well all the other members see it as well. And there seem I didn't see any email coming back saying, you know. Mr. Whoever you are, you can't say that. Um, yeah, it's, it's disgusting. What a way to think about people. Um, I don't... I don't think there's words you can describe it. It's, it's absolutely the lowest thing I have seen in a long time. I'm at this since 1984. And this is as bad as I've seen. Like, I, I couldn't get over such a thing. And, like, that's, you know, allegedly... At the higher echelons of the senior council, if if you're to believe all you hear on most social media, so be, to be fair, it'll be grace when the governing body will you know clarify, put it to bed. I suppose first, as you mentioned, of its authenticity to see is is it true? Is this is it a bona fide email? Um, yeah, um, it was quite interesting that it's just one paragraph, which confused me. Why would you release one paragraph? Mm-hmm that was
0: don't know so again it would have been nice to have someone here just to just to clear that up and yeah. look, i would have i as i, as I outlined already everyone was getting a fair crack here you know what i mean um so look that's just that's just the way it is like as, as the fella said in terms of progressing things and trying to make a bit of an improvement then and trying to i suppose you know you mentioned communication that's that's one thing for sure that it seems can be looked at in the last couple of hours on the pace have put up a post and it's titled solving a couple of problems Uh, number one help forward slash uh, marshalling and number two entry fees so I'll just articulate that here for the purpose of the podcast so it reads reward people that help Uh, each person registers as an MSI volunteer each person that registers is sent unique QR code Whilst volunteering, specific list of events and roles to be outlined, their QR code is scanned by the Chief Marshal and designated club rep and logged in the central database. Each event is worth €25 Euro or whatever amount of credit that can be deducted from their next rally event. A maximum number of, say, six event credits can be used on anyone's entry fee, uh, or any one entry fee, I think that should read. Uh, potentially now your €800 Euro entry fee is 650 and some of the biggest brands in the world use loyalty cards and they work again this is all quoting those people that are not in a position to help out pay the premium entry fee and those that can help out are rewarded with a reduced entry fee the database generates a valuable list of help that can be filtered for areas and events in the future and uh, just a little asterisk with it here as well it says yes there is some working out on exact figures and the precise value of the scheme but the 800 euro entry fee is designed to protect clubs in the event of them not raising sponsorship but I am pretty sure clubs will still raise funds from virtual program event advertising and other innovative ideas. The software is nothing new. It's effectively a reward scheme. Development costs, in my opinion, will be minimal for the value for the value of the scheme. What do you think? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. And it ends with stay positive. That's from onthepeasant.com, which is up on their Facebook page at the time of recording. So, your thoughts on that?
1: Oh, okay. Uh, I hadn't heard it till now, so I'm here just trying to digest it. Um all I suppose to be fair, Killian Duffy who runs that is, is uh he's around long enough to um to be able to state his his um his opinions and, and to be fair or valid in most cases. Um is it a good idea? Yeah. I can see the merit in that. Um I can see that a lot of fellas will say, look, for the sake of 120 euros, just pay the interest I'm not going to do whatever. Um, for people who want to, yeah, you can go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could warn to that. It gives you an option, yeah, you'll have to see the breakdown and the whole structure of it, but yeah, look, Look to be fair, any idea that anyone comes up. Um, and to be fair to Killian, I would say in the absence of someone coming up with a better suggestion, he says the best idea out there. Um, i've had no one else come up with an idea to reduce into fees, so yeah rock on and, and try, try anything don't ever don't ever not try it it's better to try it and fail it than not try right. it at
0: all um well it so does like know, to put out there as we all we're all aware of or maybe there's no point in taking this for granted but maybe some people aren't aware that there is a shortage of marshals i've marshalled for you know over the last decade or whatever and i know the crack they're scarce 13 on the ground on some events you know you barely have the minimum what according to the safety plan to cover a junction which is scary stuff like so there is a shortage oh, of marshals, so there is a bit of an initiative there
1: yeah competitors don't realize the marshall issue and to be fair it, it's no harm that it's kept in the what you call it i know i know certainly i was doing Donegal two years ago with um my friend from Dromara, uh, Stuart Biggerstaff, and we retired uh, on Saturday night. And um, I was in bed, we had a late night, and I was in bed and I got a phone call about half three in the morning to know would I root out a few fellas at uh, the stage. Just, uh, there was the unfortunate incident on the, the following day, um, had no marshals to run. And uh, at three o'clock in the morning, there were 16 people down could I get anyone out of bed to come up? And this was our own Kevin Ambrose here in Limerick. He was involved in trying to move people out. And it just showed you the desperation of, you know, when we arrive at the Saturday stage, we'd always expect everything to be in order and everything to run smoothly. But it really came home to me on that occasion where I saw a man ring me at half three in the morning. Now, the first thing he got, which would be standard enough for me, he got his head off, it clean off for waking me. And after he done after half an hour of apologizing and I woke up I So what could you do? But I says, Jesus, I what time I to be up? He told me five o'clock. This was half three. I was in bed at two and I went, All right and I rang, um uh, Marty Gallagher, um Oh Lord, I can't get the other man. God I'd be killed now for saying more than ever forgetting the other man. And um and we went away and um we went rallying. We went marshalling for the day with great crack
0: actually to be fair mm. and it is good cool crack like it's not the most okay you get a bit of lip every now and then and it's not great
1: that's the advantage of being my age like we don't do lip like
0: yeah well you don't take a whole lot of you know what yeah. either so
1: I kind of have a face for radio like so people are not inclined to um, well, you're
0: in good company here boy they're not,
1: to, they're not inclined to interact with me too much but I think um yeah look by look is perceiving, I guess.
0: Yeah, but sure look that's the that's the way it is. Um right, so that's that's kind of where we're at. We're we're looking to try and progress things. Um do you think we can get a positive outcome out of all this? That's the most important Uh, thing.
1: You know, to be fair, it has happened over many years, this communication issue certainly um um when I was on the 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 commission last year we we had a meeting with some of these uh, senior counsel because the senior council in Motorsport Ireland, they make the decisions, not the rallies, committees, and all these other ways. It's, it's the senior council of 19 people. The only worry I have about the senior council, I guess, and I thought it was unusual. Now, I'm not saying anything that you can't go into the, the rule book and read it, it's up there and for anybody to read it. Um, excuse me, I think it's appendix 101 or 1023, three, 101, or three, one of them. Um, that the, there's nineteen people on the council. I think it's nineteen or eighteen, something similar to that. But there's um, those people of all those people that's on that council that control motorsport in Ireland? I I was I was surprised when I saw that there's actually only three elected. There's only three people elected onto that committee, and the other sixteen are appointed. Now I can't give out too much because when I was on the Irish Commission, I was actually appointed. Um, for a year but the majority of them are appointments and they're they're the same people year on year for the majority of cases and there's only the three new guys in um so i don't know i'd love to think that that leave it a little bit that there was more new blood coming in and out of it because when the new people get put on to it i think they're only allowed to stay there for a year um certainly on the lower commissions they can stay there for two years but um, when they go on to that count, I think it's only one year. But that three are the only three that change. If that the balance of that maybe was a little bit more, th- you know, they might get new input in and you know, it might help this communication issue. The, the communication where they communicate to people is, is poor. As I said, they had another issue there, I think, was it in Tullamore or at Owen? I think we went to a meeting. And to be fair to them, I didn't know whether to feel sorry for them kicked them up the backside they they had this fantastic idea um and it was all on safety that they wanted to bring another fire extinguisher and put an extra fire extinguisher in the car which all seemed rosy but of course every competitor was wondering himself where does this thing fit until a a supplier um of the extinguisher stood up in the group and says okay and they were making they were bringing this in of course and of course unfortunately they don't seem to do a lot of consultation outside that group. So because if you new people in, you might get fresher ideas. And there's there's very little. It's wrong to say there's very little competitors on these groups. Uh, it was one of the things I brought up at, uh, when I was on the, the commission that you know they will always come back. The government body will always come back and say yes, there's competitors on this committee and that committee. But when we as rally people refer to competitors, we're talking about rally competitors. So I I changed the term. So the question I would always ask. Is there act, current active rally or competitors on? And you can count them all on one hand or throughout the whole organization. Um, even within their safety organization, if you look at the rule book, um, this year, I think, was the first year I have seen for many a year that on the safety commission, I'm mixing up commissions and council now, there's so many different variations of these things, mm-hmm. but there's only one competitor. Um, and it's quite easy to it's it, uh and I don't know the guy at all. it's chris Armstrong um in Cabin. He's the only competitor, so I can see why they ran into trouble with their fire extinguisher thing they were as far as they were concerned, this was going to be a new rule until it was pointed out that night by a supplier that a whatever thing a two and a half foot extinguisher where the hell were we gonna put it? There was nowhere to put it, and the mm-hmm. whole quite flat his and you know it makes the governing body look a little embarrassed on the nice and you know when following embarrassment of that sort you're inclined to lose credibility just at tad and it's very hard to regain from that And I, I, yeah i don't know i i believe that there's a lot of good people in there one of the main things that surprised me and i, and I know you've heard it, i've heard it, we've all heard it for years and years and years about gravy trains and all this sort of rubbish that goes on. I, I couldn't get over. And she's actually in the rule book, because the only rule, rules I ever followed were the rules that applied to me as a competitor. I never cared less about ex, who gets what expenses. I couldn't be bothered. But I think it only something like 22 or three cent kilometres. It's only worth the paper to write it like. I know certainly with the two years of rally, the, sorry, the two years when I was a uh, third of the course, uh, you you kindly uh, awarded me. I think they I hand out 120 euro of expenses in two years. The, the people, to be fair to them, all the officials and stewards, and I had uh, I had Paul Brown up from Cork, and I had Aidan Harper down from Dublin. They're all, and who else have we, Dermot Healy, Coleman Hegarty, a couple of other guys that would have come down, and some of them were stewards and safety officers and spectator control. All those guys are actually entitled to claim 23 cents kilometer. I've never got a claim farm. They never look for money off me, and I mm-hmm. don't think to do with a lot of clubs. I know certainly I would do a lot of safety checks with safety officers, uh, like of Dermot Healy or um, Aidan Harper or Aidan Kelly. Uh, uh, I think it was Willie Walsh from Tandem Elms. And at no stage that I was offered a free room lock. And any time I ever stayed, I had I put myself up. It, it, it never even. It never. It never even got raised so um i feel sorry for them that they're being tired that way i, I know the trouble is they're given they're given the perception uh, which i think unfortunately started in birmingham two years ago they give the perception and, and you know from what i could see everyone in birmingham paid their own way but it gives the wrong perception and, and perception is everything um perception and credibility and 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 if they could you know, tweak that a little and maybe more than tweak communication skills. <laughs> um you won't be you won't be trying to go explaining yourself and falling behind.
0: Mm. Yeah, they're Even...
1: all forward. I, I, to be fair, Lucas. Says, the majority of my great guys, they have the right they have the they have the experience. Their heart is actually in the right place. But there's a disconnect between the decision makers and what has now been commonly referred to as the clubman, that, that doesn't seem to be... Now, they don't seem to be able to explain to clubmen, and I use the phrase wisely because if you look at it realistic, everybody's a clubman. They don't... It they, 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 they isn't that they don't seem... They're not able... Let's just call a spade a spade. They're not able to communicate in a clear and concise manner. And explain themselves correctly. Um, but I'm sure that can be addressed. It's not. It's not uh, uh, a mountain that can't be climbed. Um, so hopefully, it will all die off. All these problems will be fixed, and we can stick, mm-hmm. uh We can see something on our head and go resting again. So, uh, that's
0: it. Here's hoping. And you know, as long as we have someone—not not someone, but a number of people that are forward-thinking and willing to. You know understand each other's side and work out a plan going forward i think that's that's all you can hope for look aside from aside from this which we spoke about in quite uh you know a good length at this stage i'm going to have you on again at another stage because you've uh plenty of stories to to tell us but let's let's just
1: oh God, i wouldn't believe one of them
0: <laughs> well do you know what it's, it's retreating half and they're serious stories but let's let's stick with the here and now um rally croatia obviously is taking place this weekend and at the uh-huh. time of recording um you know we're uh we're looking at a top five finish there for, for Craig Reen and Paul Agle. They're fifth at the moment. All going well. They'll, they'll make another push over the next couple of days. And um, Chris Patterson, seventh, I think, with uh, Gus Greensmith. And then just going back down through the, the, the junior WRC, uh, John Armstrong put in some great times and Will Creighton there as well. So we've plenty of uh, overseas stuff. And obviously the Olympus Rally as well. We have um, a number of competitors there. Creighton and Devine that are jumping out at me. And Barry McKenna. And um, there's one more I'm leaving out. It might come to me in a minute.
1: And the silence while you're thinking
0: doesn't help, does it? No, it doesn't. No, I was hoping you were going to I'll, be out there.
1: Talk for a minute while you're thinking. And if you see all those guys, isn't it brilliant that we can follow something? Um, and to be fair, it was brilliant when the like, so Craig and Paul came back here rallying last year. Because, you know, all of us guys, all you want to do is beat them. And it didn't matter, I suppose, at the end of the day whether you did or not. you were trying to see how close you could come, how close are you to the level he's at, which is, you know, extremely high. And uh, it's, a um, it's a great benchmark. Like, It's a great benchmark to when they come home, you know, of course everyone wants to beat him, But, they, you know, it's all good sportsmanship at the end of the day. Um, and I remember Johnny Gall Declan Boyle, gave him a great race. And unfortunately, Declan had, had issues. Um, but it's great to be able to, use them as a benchmark, you know, so when you go home that night, you could dream of your own WRC and your own dreams that night, you know. Um, so it's great. And and if you see the likes of Callum and Creighton and all the guys coming up, like it's, and, and Josh beckel even, it's something for us to follow there's nothing else really going on, like only misery when you put up the 60 o'clock news. Uh, so to be able to follow these guys, um, yeah, it's good, yeah
0: yeah so, i have i have the names to hand i i, I could have said will creighton competing in two events there i actually can't remember whether it or not he's a fair man who's helped competing in two and with the one time in two different parts of the world but it was actually barry mckenna Callan devine um josh macker and paul rowley <laughs> that's who's oh, over there not not forgetting the navigators of course yeah. since we have one we have leon jordan win with uh with barney mckenna james fulton is in with uh Callum devine and uh yeah so good to see us represented and just, to, you know, you mentioned when, when Craig was back in 2019 and Donegal in particular, Sam Moffat was actually leading that event at the time. He actually, I think he got married yesterday, so we have to send on our regards to him as well. There's a lot happening. There's more than just um, controversy happening the last couple of weeks. There's, there's some good stuff happening as well.
1: A lot of good things. And to be fair, you know, hopefully I think we're what, we're at we we're at an abbreviated version of Level 5. And a lot of people are coming to me and asking me, you know, when do I think Riley will be back and, you know, Personally, I would have thought it's really, really simple. If you look at the government levels on the government website, um, as I said, we're at level five or a variation of it at the minute. If you go down to level two, level two allows 250 people to uh, congregate in an outdoor arena, so you might get away with running a rally sprint or you might get away with you, you might get away with running a forestry if you try and control the people. That there was no more than 250 in each junction. But because all junctions and forests are gated, you should be able to keep a control in that. Certainly a tarmac rally. Um, I, I'm sure, look, we've seen other people try and run these. But, you know, if you looked at it from a moral, let's, let's just look at it from a moral perspective. You would be running a tarmac rally under level one. And level one will be when the R rating of the virus would be really, really low. I think it'd be down under 0.5. And level one of the the NPHET guidelines allows 500 people to gather in an outdoor area. So you're pretty much there uh, at that point. One of the things a lot of people, and, and, and to be fair, I didn't have a full understanding of it either until recently. And, you know, a lot of people look at this vaccine as the be all and end all and the savior of everything. But remember, the vaccine doesn't stop you from getting COVID. The vaccine only stops you from getting sick. So, you know, it's you could still have COVID and you could still pass it on. So, you know, level one would be my moral judgment, but it may not be everybody's. Um, can you see um, it
0: happening this year? Can you see an event actually running this year? Yeah,
1: I can, yeah. I, I, I have been approached... Uh, by Limerick Motor Club to, to help out in a, in a forthcoming uh, rally sprint which we going to try and get off the ground on uh, August August the first weekend in August which they would normally have run their hill climb over that weekend it's one of the advantages that Limerick Motor Club has because it's one of the oldest clubs in countries it has the bank holiday weekends for events it has uh, the August bank holiday weekend and the June bank holiday weekend would be primarily their dates historically um, so I've been asked to row in so I'll the Chances of I getting snow in August, like I guess anything is possible, but you know,
0: yeah, hopefully, hof- hopefully, not. I didn't actually give out the, the proposed free fee for the rally sprint, which I should have given out, so I'll give it out now. Um, they say Mondello or other gated venues 120 permitted starters, main field entry, uh, 210, and the J1000 is 150. So just put out there as well, just when we're on the topic over those
1: type of events to be fair and the. the motorsport irons um you have that correct in that those type of events will be forced just to ease you into it and ease you back and well not to ease you back but there is your control because you know obviously because they're gated you obviously by that this gate can be closed so there's nobody in there only the required people which you know you'll be able to keep it under a certain level and keeping everybody apart um i would assume and I use the word carefully, that all those rally spreads, certainly, yeah, I'll, I'll take guidance from the government as opposed to guidance from anywhere else. But certainly if I would be involved in, say, the Limerick one, and that's not signed a 100% because I'm not sure of what job I'll be doing, but I would have thought single occupancy, unless there's a big improvement. Um, there's no point in saying, look, whoever's vaccine can have a navigator or whoever isn't. Has to go on their own. So the easiest way would be just it's only four five kilometer stage, you're on your own. But we'll mm. see when the time comes. It's a decision you'd make three or four weeks out. Like I, I don't want to get into a situation where we did as before, where we took all the entry fees in and then I had to spend three weeks giving them all back again. So yeah. with, 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 you know, we'll
0: see. Here's hoping. Well, look, just to let people know, you can subscribe and follow for free on apple spotify and youtube as you can see from the banner there at the bottom and uh, of course you know as well as uh, doing the video thing here that's obviously in relation to uh, the podcast so people won't be able to see the banners just outline that you can follow us on twitter facebook and instagram at our irish rally pod and just again a word for our sponsors the product association with fact the simply automated choice for automation equipment for more information you can visit nal dot forward slash products anthony nestor um it's been great having you on and as we said we will go into a more detailed discussion about your career and your exploits over the last uh, 30 to 40 years we can say whether you're a clerk of the course or not that's that's entirely up to you i i, I think you're a clerk of the course anyway and many people would uh, would argue that you were going to be a good clerk of the course so look we'll see in the next couple of years be it a competitor or, or clerk of the course it'll be, it'll be good to see you back in action nonetheless
1: Gosh, we'll give it a go we'll try I'm not sure about having a career I don't know what you'd call it I just seem to have lasted a long time I don't know what you actually christened a career I just seem to have been around a long time
0: well, well, longge- you
1: know, but I have been lucky longe- right.
0: long- longevity is, uh, is a good sign of success over the duration of a career we'll go into that the next time we have you on Anthony it's been a pleasure thanks a million for joining us All here on, on the Irish yeah, Early Podcast
1: good. thank you very much for inviting us on